Check Me Out is a production of Panhandle PBS and Amarillo College's FM90. Partners include the Amarillo Public Library, the Harrington Library Consortium, and Amarillo College, with the support from the Anne Ray Foundation and Barnes & Noble Booksellers. It was steamy, and that was okay. You know, like, we're adults. We're married, you know. My daughter might have come from that. Who's to say? I don't know. It's a, it's a strong... It's a strong possibility. <laughs> the timeline matches up. <laughs> it does. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Welcome to Check Me Out, a podcast for book lovers. I'm Amy Hart, and today we're going to be talking about some books on the Great American Read list that are causing some controversy, maybe some disagreements among readers. Uh, Those books specifically Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey, even Gone Girl a little bit. We're going to be talking uh, with three guests today. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? I'm Chip Chandler with Panhandle PBS. I'm Jessica Mitchell, and I love to read, and I love to read books that people talk about, so that's why I'm here. I'm Sarah K. Brent, and I also love to read. I'm a super fan of lots of different things, so and I love to talk about books that everybody reads, too. Let's start with Fifty Shades of Grey. This is the most polarizing pick, I think, on the list. Don't Wouldn't you say? I would say that next to Twilight. Absolutely. But Fifty Shades of Grey, it is really brought about a discussion among librarians, but, you know, scholars and people like this, they want to know why it's on the list. Are you a fan of Fifty Shades of Grey? I think so. I'm a fan. I like books that you can get lost in, whether you're talking like super literary or you're talking, you know, something that's just kind of silly fun, whatever, you know, like you want to read something that's worth reading. And even though this, it wasn't super deep and you didn't have to think hard about it you could get lost in it and it was fun and I think that's what books should be I do understand why there's a little bit of a uproar I guess you can say for it being on the list because it I mean it's not gonna solve any like world (laughs) problems or anything but it's fun I like that you can defend it Sure. You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah. And I I totally agree. I mean, people can, like, it all started from Twilight. People Mm -hmm. make fun of that. It's not deep literary. It's not going to solve any problems, but it's fun to read. It was easy to read. I mean, it's not deep. Mm -hmm. It's not deep. But it was fun, and you got lost in the world, and... Me and Jessica had fun when we read it at the same time. She's the one that introduced me to Twilight. That's kind of how we like became friends again. We've known each other our whole lives, but that's kind of what brought us together. And so then when Fifty Shades came out, came out as fan fiction from Twilight. So of course we read it. We were like, yeah, we'll read it. And it was different than Twilight, for sure. (laughs) 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 But it was fun. We just had a good time reading it. Mm -hmm. And which ones are you? Team Edward, Team Jacob? I'm always Team Edward. Edward. Always Team Edward since <laughs> the beginning. Which one's that? It's a vampire. It's the vampire. It's a vampire. The sparkly one. Robert I've seen a couple of the movies because I think the first one I just watched. The Twilight movies or the, the first Twilight okay. movie? Because I don't know. I just wanted to see what the thing, the fuss was. Right. I picked up the book at Hastings right. and kind of read a little bit of the first couple pages. Like, oh, no, I don't think. 
that's oh, going to work for you me. Missed just it. the writing of it, it just <laughs> is so basic. Uh, but <laughs> see, yes. and I, I think do, that's what people—that's like. what people notice, mm-hmm. and that turns them away. But it also, I think, it brings in a different crowd mm-hmm. because some people don't want fancy yeah. writing. Well, I mean, you know? I'm not saying I'm going to read literary giants all the time mm-hmm. at all i do mm-hmm. love a good light fun read I, I try not to judge people no i don't judge people for, <laughs> for enjoying those books or almost anything <laughs> under the sun but my sister read the books just mm-hmm. just to keep up with it and it's not her type of book at all but she's like oh they're fun mm-hmm. she's gonna kill me for acknowledging that <laughs> well kind of like you I, i'll just pick up on that like you were talking how you went to hastings and you opened it up so me and jessica were at some arbon party or something mm-hmm. and she goes we're going to hastings and you're going to get this book. And I was like, okay. No, I go, so she, I go, what have you done this summer? Cause it was in August and we're about to start back to work. She goes, Oh, I went to Hawaii. Like we've had so much fun. What have you done this summer? And I said, I've just been reading a whole bunch of books about vampires. And I said, do you want to go to Hastings with me right now and get it? And she's like, no, I don't. I'm not much of a reader. And I said, well, you're going to go. And um, so we drove to Hastings and I like made her buy the book. Uh-huh. And then I like texted her every hour and was like, have you started it? Have you started it? Have you started it? Have you started it? And she was like, oh, my God, you're a psycho. And um, <clears throat> but I was. And um, so finally she started it and read. Oh, I mean, I just I was done, it. you know, mm-hmm. in a couple hours. And then I went back to Hastings and got the next two. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, three of them had been released. Yeah. Breaking Dawn hadn't one. been released mm-hmm. yet because um, it was back before the movies, before mm-hmm. the hype. So Breaking Dawn was released when we were um, right in the middle of it. And so we just I talked to a lot of people because I've made quite a few people read it. And I would talk about it so much that they wanted to read it. And they're like, I just try to figure out what's going on with this crazy person it's almost like it gets in your brain Mm -hmm. and it's like a drug almost and i think that i don't know what it is but you just have to figure out what's going on with these characters you know and i mean you can say whatever you want about the writing and about however she ended the series and everything because i know there's backlash about that but it's a good story it's a good storyline and we just devoured it Mm -hmm. and we loved it is it just the storyline that you that appeal to you about that or is it the hotness of some of these books does that appeal to you as well no i don't think twilight was the hotness or anything Mm -hmm. because that what that didn't get it didn't get too steamy um but Twilight was the storyline and seeing where she was going to go, like the fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an you get you get out of your own world, you get into this other world, which is fun. It's sometimes when you read, you know, some books, you're like, I can watch the news if I want to, mm-hmm. you know, get into something depressing, or I can, you know, just look on Facebook or whatever. And with Twilight and with Fifty Shades and with you know Hunger Games or whatever, you are in a whole new world, and so it's fun to kind of escape mm-hmm. from from your reality. Gone Girl, it's mm-hmm. depressing. And like Lovely Bones on this list, yeah. I didn't finish the Lovely Bones because it just made me sad. I don't want to read, <laughs> like I don't want to read something that makes me sad because there's enough of that in the world. So mm-hmm. that's why I appeal to that. But I don't think the hotness of Twilight, that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even say Fifty Shades. That's why we read it either. No. It was more because I wanted to see, well, what world could you mirror from Twilight to Fifty Shades as the fan fiction kind yeah. of thing. Because I remember at points reading Fifty Shades of Grey, I would be like, oh, and I would just like put the book down and be like, okay, I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> Whoa, I got too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe it's not the fact that it's steamy parts of Twilight. It's the fact that two 
boys, I hate to say that, but two men were fighting over her, right? And I think that that's what every woman wants, essentially. Well, and you, ha- you had to see, you wanted to know which life she would choose, you know, because it was two different, I mean, it was werewolf and vampire, which sounds silly right now, but, um, you know, you kind of wanted to see which life she would go for. And um, the chemistry came off the page on Twilight and the chemistry came off the pages of Fifty Shades and that was enticing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it was like the, in Fifty Shades, I don't think it was like the sex necessarily as like, woo, we can feel the tension as we're reading it. And even in, you know, when we read Eclipse, we could feel the tension and it didn't have anything to do with sex, but it, I don't know, it was, you just wanted to keep reading. I like that we're talking about Twilight, though, because, you know, we had librarians on that were like, oh, my God, Twilight was on the list. And and they were obviously not in Fifty Shades and they were not having it at all. But I like hearing this other side of it where you guys are defending it because you really enjoyed it. Because, and you know, you weren't alone. I own all of those books as well. I've read all of those as well. Uh So, I mean... It was a cult phenomenon. It really was. Mm-hmm. This yes. was a pop culture phenomenon yeah. in both of these series. And there's a reason. It's not just because of the movies either. You know, there's a reason. Because it was happening far before the movies. Oh, gosh. There's a Lord. whole world. So let's talk about kind of the backstory of Twilight. There was a lot more involvement than just this romance. Than, I mean, there's a lot of history to all of these characters that she talks about in the book. Talk a little bit more about that. It was just fun to, I mean, I mentioned like, escaping into the kind of this fantasy world and Stephanie Meyer who's the author of Twilight and the whole series she just built up this great backstory with um you know Edward's story and the Cullens and his brothers and sisters and like how the vampires came to be and then the Volturi in Italy and how they came to be and then Jacob and like the tribe and and then how the vampires and the werewolves had this it sounds so silly when I say it but it was so (laughs) intense and you just wanted to know it was like you were reading something that had like laced with heroin because you were just that's all you could think about and it was almost like you were on a high when you read it I'm not the only one who feels this way because I have talked to a lot of people and I mean it became this massive success with these movies and millions and billions of dollars and stuff so it was just so enjoyable to learn about yeah it sucked you in and it sucked us both in but then it was fun because you could share it with your friends like you're all talking about that same thing and I mean It just was fun to do that with your, you know, experience that with your group of friends. And I know a lot of people going back to the Cullen's backstory, you know, the vampire lore, there's a lot of hardcore people that, you know, vampire lore is kind of like, you know, part of, you know, there's a lot of certain ways people believe that it should be represented. And so when they put in sparkly vampires, people are like, what? (laughs) But I mean, if you just take that, like if you're what you think it should be and just enjoy it for what it is. It is mm-hmm. fun to mm-hmm. learn about how each of them became a vampire, how they became a family as the Cullens. And I think it was also really cool that she based it off of a place that's real. It's Forks, Washington. It's we've a, both been to Forks. Yes, we have. And we both have our picture made. Yes, we've we been did. to the rainforest. We've, we went to La Push. We went to La Push. We went like, to First Beach. I mean, <laughs> we did it. Not together, which was sad, yeah. but two separate summers but we did it and that was that was also fun because there really is a native american tribe there and it was you know 
Now, is it based off of that tribe? Not necessarily, but geographically speaking, we went to Port Angeles. We went and, to Port Angeles. You know, saw where they ate the ravioli. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, when you talk about super fans with Twilight, like mm. I will defend Twilight to my grave. And like Sarah Kay was saying, all of our friends, we forced them and made them read it. But as soon as they got past chapter two, they were sucked in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we had the best time. We bought t-shirts and we, you know. Made t-shirts. Made (laughs) t-shirts and we did movie events, you know? Like we went, we were all in and we loved it. I wonder why this book struck that chord. Did you ever read any other kind of vampire books or any other kind of romance novels or any other kind of? Nope. Why this one? That is a great question. And that's why I I feel like she laced the pages <laughs> with heroin because it it did. And it it really, I mean, this is so cheesy and so corny, but it brought us together. And <laughs> it's corny, but it's awesome. so true. It's so true. We, yeah. Because, really I mean, we grew up together, but we had, you know, of course, lost touch. And, you know, it brought us together. And it that was what, mm-hmm. 2007? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about my favorite part of the Twilight book. Oh, yay. This is a spoiler alert if you've never read Twilight and you think you're going to, but... You should. When Edward and her break up, the pages that say the months. Yes. So oh. you're, you're, you're reading and they break up and it's January, it's February. And anybody that's gone through a really bad breakup, that's how it feels. You turn the page and the month goes by and you don't know where it went and you're sitting in front of the window and you're watching the seasons change. Time's moving forward and you're not. Mm -hmm. And when she, you know, you look at the emails and there's thousands of you and that's of course on the on the movie. But Mm -hmm. in the book to see these pages turn Mm -hmm. that are just months really hit me hard. It devastated me. Because we've all been there, I think. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that was a brilliant way to write that. Oh, I really yeah. loved that. I think what Stephanie does is she does so well at capturing the emotion of everything. And it's super heightened. You know, like, you probably weren't sitting in a window looking at the seasons, you know, and just sitting there. You're probably living your life, but that's how you felt, you know. Mm-hmm. And you've never had two guys fight over you to the death. And one's a vampire, one's a werewolf. But you, you know, like... That would be amazing to feel, you know, like she tapped into those emotions. And I mean, more probably female than male, but it's still a good story to read. The way the movie did that in New Moon, brilliant. That was my least favorite book, but my favorite movie. I understand why that's not people's favorite, because it is very slow and sad and right. kind of depressing. And Edward's not in it. And Nick Edward's in not it. in mm-hmm. it, but um, yeah. I totally get that. And I loved that about that because that, that's when we got to really know Jacob mm-hmm. and Bella's relationship and how much he cared for her. That tough decision that she had to make. So, yeah, it's two people fighting over her, but it's also two loves of her life in different ways, which we all have that in a way. And I think it helped because um, sometimes I've seen where people are like, Bella's not her own person. How can you enjoy a protagonist that depends on two guys? And I don't. I don't see it that way. I see it that she, you know, had these two different lives that she had to choose from and she had to make up, that was her like coming of age and she had to make up her own decision herself. I don't know anything about the correlation between 
Twilight and Fifty Shades. You said it was a fan fiction. Mm -hmm. Explain more about that. I don't know about that, I guess. So Twilight had a ton of fan fiction and a ton of websites where people would continue the story, Mm -hmm. alter the story. And especially with Breaking Dawn, there was a pretty good, I mean, I think there was a year gap between all the books, but after Eclipse, before Breaking Dawn, there was a lot of fan fiction on how she was going to finish the series because everybody knew that the last, the fourth book would be the last one. There's always been a ton of fan fiction. Well, then, I guess the author of Fifty Shades submitted this to some websites. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it started. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look back again how it did start. But she had written it with the full intention that it was fan fiction. I mm-hmm. mean, that's what she said. And um, I think she even said Bella and Edward. I think she had changed the names to Christian Grey and then uh-huh. Anastasia Steele. And so a lot of that book, it gets a little more intense and adult-like than Twilight was because Twilight was very much a teenager, mm-hmm. more, you know, adolescent type. Well, the author of Twilight was big into the Mormon church. And so she was big into um, purity and waiting until marriage. And so she was going to keep her beliefs with wow. her characters. What a departure from the fan fiction. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> so when you read that with DJs and you're like, oh, but I think when she was writing the character of Christian Grey, she was kind of relating it to Edward in the fact that um, he was a quiet, powerful, somewhat controlling with demons that kind of, you know, demons from his past that kind of made him who he was and he's still battling those demons. So that was kind of the mirror between Christian Grey from Fifty Shades and Edward and Twilight. I looked it up I just because I wanted to know a little bit more about it too. I'd always heard that it was fan fiction and yeah, she did submit on fan fiction websites and she did use Edward and Bella in the story. And then after comments concerning the sexual nature of the material, she removed it from the fan fiction sites and put it on her own website, mm-hmm. changed their names, extended it and rewrote it. And she had a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Are there other parallels to Twilight that you can see when you're reading Fifty Shades? Oh, yeah. Anastasia Steele is based off of Bella, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she's this girl who's kind of not, plain's not the word, but simple and like, you know, not done up and kind of awkward and gangly a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't had many experiences, no, no boyfriends, no. no. Um, hasn't lived a whole lot of life, mm-hmm. is graduating college, which does change a little bit, but just mm-hmm. kind of starting to become into her own. Mm-hmm. She has a best friend who would kind of be the Jacob, the Jacob role, but. It's a little different because it's not as pronounced in the Fifty Shades trilogy, but she has this life that she is familiar and safe. And then she meets this Christian Grey who is, you know, a billionaire and owns his own company and, you know, kind of dark and Mm -hmm. mysterious and dangerous. And how she writes the connection between Christian and Anna and the way it mirrors Bella and Edward, I think, was the draw because I don't know what it is. But you can just feel the tension and the intensity and the chemistry. I think that's the only. Yeah, because <laughs> then when you go on further into the Fifty Shades series, it departs a lot it departs. from. It departs. Um, <laughs> you can't see the parallels as no. much. Just more how the characters were built. Sarka, you mentioned that you had to put the book yes. down every once in a while. Jessica, did you? Did it get a little, little too steamy for you sometimes? Yeah, sometimes it got pretty steamy. Sometimes, like I would like giggle and put it down and be like, okay, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm just going to. Especially when you're like at Starbucks or somewhere. Yeah. Like, 
I don't, uh, I'm gonna put this away yeah. for a minute. <laughs> I think I had like the first book. I think I had the tangible copy, um, like the hardback. I think I ordered it off of Amazon. And then the second and third, I was like, I'm just going to download this <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have it on my nook and read it I at my house it uh-huh. out in public as needed. But the first book was read mainly at home. Yeah, <laughs> right. I remember I was flying back from Nashville once on a work trip and had a book. It wasn't on, on this list. It was the physical copy of a book. I was like, oh, my gosh. I just picked it up at the airport. It looked fun. Um, <laughs> no, at a bookstore in town. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, oh, well, it's, I hope that none of my coworkers yeah, glance over. And the, the, the cover was fine. The title, wouldn't they wouldn't have recognized it. But if they just kind of looked at the, the text, there were mm-hmm. a few times. But there's a little fun in reading things like that, don't you think? Oh, yeah. It's almost like it's like you're doing something that you maybe shouldn't do, but it's kind of fun and there's really no reason not to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of like danger to it because you're like, oh, I have not ever read a book like this. (laughs) So am I going to become the person that reads these kind of books now? But I, but it was just that one series, you know? So So it never led you to to try more erotica or any other kind of books that way? No. No. Mm Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. I'm still much more into like reading series that are science fiction or dystopian society, you know, like that kind of futuristic still. But just this one series, it was so foreign to me mm-hmm. to read some of the things that were in that book. Yeah. I think I was like, oh, is this what's happening out in the world some places? <laughs> you know, I know. I mean, I were, didn't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. I was happy to stay in the Fifty Shades world right. with that. Mm hmm content yeah and not go to another world (laughs) (laughs) one of my aunts that is what she reads solely Mm -hmm. is romance novels Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff so there's a huge following for that too i love it when people just own it you know and like don't try to hide it and i mean i've always been that way with twilight and they're like oh those like teen vampire books i'm like yeah they're they're awesome (laughs) and you know games and with 50 shades like it was never anything that needed to hide and I think that's that was the draw too I think that's why other people started reading that we were around and we would have lunch with our friends and oh man the conversations when everybody was reading 50 shades of gray were so fun it was just so fun yeah because it was it wasn't real life and that was okay and it was steamy and that was okay you know like we're adults and it's fun to we're married you know it, my daughter might have come from that. Who's to say? I don't know. It's, it's a strong possibility. A strong possibility. It was a ra- the timeline matches up. <laughs> it does. It's connected. It's connected. Completely. It. Here's it. I think husbands enjoyed when wives read them. I think mm-hmm. they did too. I think so. We were like, okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> Did you ask your husbands to read it? Oh no, no. they don't need to read that stuff. But they knew we were reading it. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they also know that we just like we're super fans. Not that I was like a super fan of Fifty Shades, right. but we were of Twilight. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, they just let us be who we are and yeah. like what we like. And mm-hmm. they might tease us a lot, but that's they okay. Lot, but <laughs> I don't think they were mad when we read Fifty Shades. They series. weren't mad about it. And when we reread it again, <laughs> that might have happened. <laughs> (laughs) 
And one more book on this list, I think, that we probably read when we were all in high school, Wuthering Heights. I think it probably inspired her, Stephanie Myers, yes. Characterizations of Twilight, yes. in mm-hmm. uh, Edward and Bella, the, the Heathcliff and Kathy of it all in, yeah. in Wuthering yeah. Heights. Yeah, no. It absolutely did because mm-hmm. she talks about the, oh yeah. that, she talks the, about uh, that being Bella's favorite book, mm-hmm. oh. and then so they read it together. I think it's the first one. It is, but they read it together in an English class in high school, and then she keeps on going back to it. And then Edward does compare himself to mm. Heathcliff, and mm-hmm. I always because I it wasn't on my summer reading list because I was not in AP classes. I was but, in AP um, classes. I guess <laughs> we just read it in class. Class. Okay, so I never read it, but I always meant to. Now that's like coming back to me. I know. Mm-hmm. I'd need a big refresher, but you're right and i think mm-hmm. it's something stephanie myers talked about a lot i think lot that's when her she, favorite book mm-hmm. okay and that she, makes a lot of sense because she does like a prologue or something mm-hmm. and so she talks about it and that's yeah. kind of where the characters came from the last thing that we like to ask everyone what book do you think is going to win the popular vote for the great american read i love twilight i love the series and if i could choose three i would vote for that as being one of the three i would vote for the hunger games because i love mm-hmm. the hunger games and I would vote for, I don't know what would win. I think maybe To Kill a Mockingbird might win just because oh, it's so, so well loved and it's a great book. It's got really important messages for us today as... I know, I think it touches on, it's kind of doing a 360 and yeah. coming back to what's going on yeah. today. So but yeah, need to I revisit. love it. Mm-hmm. I loved to kill a mockingbird that's harper my daughter's name is harper and so that's where her name kind of came that's the one i'm leaning more towards but i would definitely vote for lord of the rings too because who doesn't like tolkien so i kind of think to kill a mockingbird might win it thank you both for being here so much thank Thank you you for having us great discussion yeah i love that you defended twilight and 50 shades i loved it (laughs) to my grave i will i'll defend that and i'll defend the hunger games i love them both absolutely thank you ladies thank you thank you Check Me Out is recorded in the FM90 studios on the Washington Street campus of Amarillo College. Special thanks to Scotty Vanderford, Colin Lutz, and Stevie Brashears who designed our really cool logo. Also a huge thanks to the Mag7 for providing all of our music. And don't forget to vote for your favorite book at panhandlepbs.org forward slash great American read.